Hey friends, happy Friday. This is the beginning of our five-week series that I'm starting this season. And the title of this series is called Life Lessons. This is our first week of the series. And this this week, we're going to be talking about how to have peace in the midst of chaos. That's our first life lesson. So tune in and let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to Healing the Broken Mind podcast. Are you ready for our healing journey this morning? I hope you are. Today may be the day that God heals your broken mind. Let's get started. And now let's hear a word from our sponsor. So before we get into our topic this morning, let's take a moment. Okay, friends, for our take a moment segment this morning, I just want to share with you um, parents that have school age children. Please watch your kids. Please pay attention to the sniffling and the coughing. My youngest son, he's 10, was diagnosed with COVID this week, and he just had a really bad cough. And the cough went on for over a week. And I became concerned because I I just figured the cough should be over now. He shouldn't be coughing like this. He does have asthma, so it made me even more concerned. So I took him to the doctor, and sure enough, he tested positive for COVID. I say that not to just tell you my business, but to just tell you, pay attention to your children. You never know what's going on. You uh, kids don't always tell you. And my child was just playing um, like he normally did. He, he didn't feel good, but he kept playing. He kept being himself. And that's typical for most young children. They don't want to stop playing. But I did notice that he didn't have an appetite. He did not want to eat. He drank, um, but he didn't want to eat. And he is a picky eater. So that didn't alarm me right away. But when I had some of his favorite foods and he still didn't want to eat, I became concerned. I said, okay, wait a minute. Something's not right. So I took him to the doctor. Take the time out. Take the kids to get them checked out. You never know what's going on. It may not be COVID, but it may be something else. And I'm just saying that as some advice from one parent to another. Please check your kids out. Take the time out of your uh, day. I know a lot of us have to get off from work to take them to the doctor and this, that, and the other. I'm pleading with you to sacrifice that time and take them and get them checked out. Because even if it's not bothering you, you don't want to put them in the midst of other children that could die from this uh, disease. And I, I speak life not death over our children but I'm just telling you the facts um yeah get your kids checked out and um that's our take a moment segment this morning
Okay, friends, I think it's so important to have life lessons. And what are life lessons? Life lessons are those little nuggets of wisdom and information that help us uh, become a better version of ourselves. Now, that's my definition of a life lesson. It's those little things that your parents or maybe an auntie or an uncle might have said something to you that have helped you um, be better in life. Things our grandparents might have said to us that every once in a while it comes back into our mind to help us in the midst of a situation. That's what a life lesson is. And I really want to spend some time sharing some of my life lessons with you because my goal on this podcast is to help you heal. And the way we heal is we learn how to be a better version of ourselves through wisdom. And we have to use wisdom in, a, in circumstances in our life that will help us get to the place of healing. And um, healing is more than just uh, magically being healed of whatever we're going through. I always say that healing is a process. And I believe that because I believe that it is. Because you cannot be made whole um, not understanding what's happening to you or what you're going through that caused you to get to where you are. And in the process of being healed, you learn that. So that's that's what healing means to me. It is a process of getting to a place of wholeness where you're able to operate in your life in a place where you can walk in peace, um, where you can be at ease, at peace with where you're walking in your life. Um, that's what life lessons are all about. So I want to start this life lessons with sharing with you some of the wisdom that I've learned over the years about how to maintain your peace in the midst of chaos. So let's get into it. Now, first you need to understand what peace is. Peace, by definition, is the freedom from disturbances. It is uh, tranquility. Tranquility is calmness. Calmness is the absence of, uh, let's say, um, conflict, confrontation, activities that are going to disrupt your peace. And I was studying a word, shalom, that I hear a lot. Um, it's a Hebrew word, and uh, one of my favorite preachers <laughs> was talking about this word. And one of the things he said that really uh, drew my attention, he said, uh, "Shalom is two is a twofold word. It doesn't just mean peace; it also means uh, the destruction of the chaos that creates that disrupts your peace." He said it's the destruction of chaos that disrupts your peace. Now, what does that mean? It means that when you pray and ask God for peace, you're also asking him to disrupt the chaos in your life that's uh, interfering with you, your peace. That's powerful. And we'll get into that later. But that's what peace is. Peace is a lack of disruption in your life. It's a place of calm, a place of tranquility where you're not disrupted by uh, disturbances. 
So then we have to understand what chaos is. Chaos is the is a complete disorder or confusion. It's almost like it's like unpredictable behavior um, that can seem random at times. That's the actual definition of chaos. It, it is a a disarray disarray of things. Nothing makes sense when there's chaos. Nothing makes sense. So what we really want to dive into this morning is how do we maintain peace in the midst of disorder, disruption? How do we keep our heads straight when everything around us does not even make sense? That's what we want to talk about this morning. So let's start with what I've learned to do in the midst of chaotic situations. So my first life lesson to you is pray about everything. Now, I know you heard that before and you probably mumble a little prayer. But my my secret, quote unquote, secret that I've learned is to be strategic in your prayer life. Pray specifically about every situation you're dealing with. Don't just dismissively mumble a little prayer. We have to begin to understand that God gave us prayer as a tool. Hallelujah. It is not just communicating with him. It is that. But at the same time, it is a weapon that he has given the body of Christ to use in their lives. What does that mean? It means when somebody else is coming at you in a a sideways or Uh, disrupting your peace or doing something that offends you, you use the weapon that you're given. You go into your secret closet, like the Bible says, in your private place, maybe not in those words, but in a private place, and you use the weapon that you're given. You pray about it. I've heard uh, Bishop Duncan say, nothing happens unless we pray. And a lot of us take that for granted. We don't use that simple tool that we've been given. And that is a life lesson that I'm learning to lean on more and more. Prayer. I pray about everything. Situations in my life may come up. I'm talking about contracts that need to be signed. I don't just sign it. I go into, I pray about it. I I ask God for strategies. Is this the right thing? Is this the right way you want me to go? What What is the direction you want me to take? You don't just jump up and do things. You become strategic in your life. Because a lot of times what happens is we end up in situations that we have not thought it through. We haven't prayed about it. And then we wonder, how did I get here? Because you jumped into a situation without uh, strategically taking the time to go to God and ask him his opinion. Does that make sense? Ask God his opinion about the situation. Uh, um, you, you know, there are, there are other religions where people, they, they seek their God. And we serve the true and living God. And a lot of times we, we omit him in the midst of our circumstances. How can we do that? This is a life lessons that I am learning and I have been leaning on this thing. And I'm learning that 
I don't do anything half-heartedly, but without going to God and asking God to help me in this. God, help me to make the right decision. God, help me to say the right thing. God, help me to act the right way. Now, does, does that mean that God is a, you're a puppet on a string and God is just uh, pulling the strings? No, it means that I have made a conscious decision to lean on God's advice. You heard the scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added onto you. Well, that's what that scripture is trying to get you to do. Seek God's way of doing whatever it is you're doing. And then he'll, his plan or his will will follow suit. How, whatever his will is for that situation, that is what you're going to trust to happen. And a lot of times we think prayer is getting God to do what we want him to do. But that's not what it is. When you humble yourself and you pray and you seek God's advice about anything, what you're asking God, your, your prayer should be asking God what his will for this particular situation is. And then you should be in a place where you are humble enough to accept what God's will is for that situation. It is about trusting the plan of God concerning your life and your situation and learning how to walk in that place of uh, the peace of just trusting in what God is doing in your life. Now, we're talking about maintaining our peace in the midst of chaos. And right now, we, we have a lot going on just in the world that's out of order. That's chaotic. That doesn't make sense. And we need peace for that. But so so many of us, you may be listening to me today and you're in situations on your job, in your home. That's not not, not in order. That's disruptive. And you need peace for that. I'm going to help you. I have a prayer that I want you to pray. And it's a short prayer because I don't want to get on here and tell you what to do and not arm you with things to help you. And this is a prayer you can pray. You say, Father, destroy the chaos that's disrupting my peace. Give me the shalom, the peace that passes all understanding in Jesus name. Amen. Did you get that? You ask God to destroy the chaos that's disrupting your peace, whatever that chaos is, because sometimes you think it's one thing, but it's something else. But if you ask God to destroy that chaos that's disrupting your peace, he knows what it is that's disrupting your peace. And that's what he'll do. So it's trusting God by that simple prayer and asking him. To disrupt the chaos that's uh, hindering your peace. Okay, friends, that was life lesson number one. How to maintain your peace in the midst of chaos is to pray strategically. Find the time 
to pray to God about each situation you're dealing with and pray that prayer. Father, destroy the chaos that's disrupting my peace. Ask God to destroy the chaos that's disrupting your peace. That's it for this morning, friends. Stay tuned for our one minute Bible study. And remember, God loves you and he truly wants to heal your broken mind. Stay tuned for our one minute Bible study. Okay, friends, for our one minute Bible study this morning, I'm going to be reading Psalm 23, verse 4. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. This is an NLT version. But in the King James Version, it says, The valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Because what 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 David was uh, praising the Lord about in this psalm is that even in the midst of some of the most dangerous and trying times, the Lord was with him. And this song has been so encouraging for millions of people for, for hundreds and thousands of years. It assures us that no matter what we're going through, no matter the chaos in our life, God is with us. He is with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So our lesson this morning is to show you, to demonstrate to you that no matter what valley you walk through, God is with you. And you know what I learned, friends? That the valley of the shadow of death is actually a real place. It's called the Wadi Keet and it's in the Judean uh, desert. And I may be pronouncing it wrong, but it's somewhere um, in Jerusalem and this uh, place that the shepherds walked through to give their sheep water um, and there was some green pastures on the other side of this that they took the, she- the sheep to to feed them so David was actually talking about a real location that he walked through and uh, my research tells me that this place was very dangerous for travelers to go through it was kind of a shortcut a shorter way to get to where they were going and a lot of times there were robbers and murderers on uh, way in wait for people to rob them of their goods so when David was uh, talking about the valley of the shadow of death he was talking about how God protected them when he walked through this dangerous stretch of land um, this is even thought to be the place where uh, Jesus referred to the Samaritan that stopped and helped the man on the side of the road. Um, this was a very dangerous stretch of land. So David was talking about a physical place that God had protected him. And it just uh, gives us even more assurity that God will be with us even when we're in dangerous situations or we're in situations that we're, that's disrupting our peace, we have the assurance that God is still there, that he held us together. Many of you that are listening to me right now have been in situations in your life that you know nobody but God brought you out of it. 
you know that it was too dangerous for you to handle on your own and that nobody else was there to help you but God. So this is one of those situations that David was reminded of when he was uh, writing the Psalm, Psalm 23, that in the midst of going through this dangerous stretch of land, I know God was with me because I was by myself. The only people that were with me weren't people, they were sheep. So David was reminded of God being there for him. So friends, I wanna remind you today that even you, when you're in the midst of your darkest valley, God is right there with you, leading you, guiding you. Don't give up. Just stay encouraged and know that God is with you. He is for you. And he will never leave you or forsake you. Happy Friday, friends. God bless you. Hey friends, are you a part of the body of Christ? Meaning, have you confessed Jesus as Lord of your life? Would you like to be? Did you think it was difficult? No, it's not hard. You can simply pray this short prayer after me. Say that, God, I believe that Jesus is your son. And I believe that he died on a cross and he rose again for my sins and the sins of the world. And the Bible says, if you believe that with your heart and you confess it with your mouth, that you are saved, meaning you have become a part of the body of Christ. But it's even more um, awesome that you can be filled with the Holy Spirit of God, with evidence of speaking in tongues. Now, I know there's a lot of teaching on this and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But read your Bible. Find out for yourself. But most importantly, find a good church, a good leader that can teach you the proper way to be a Christian and to serve God and to be uh, a part of the body of Christ and to live and demonstrate the love of Christ in the earth. Being a Christian is not hard, my friends. It is truly a fulfilling journey. And I'm so glad you took the step to be a part of the body of Christ. Find you a good Bible-based church and continue your discipleship. If you have any questions that I can help you with, please feel free to inbox me or send me an email at healingtbm at gmail.com. God bless you, friends. I love you.